Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It is Wednesday, December 20th, 2023. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I'm your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott. And this is a Wednesday, which means it's Deep Dive Wednesday, and only deep diving into two stories today, because there were two that popped up on Tuesday that were very interesting and deserve a little time talking about them. So that's what we're going to do. So let's go to the first one. This is probably the biggest story of the day. And if you think back a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned that there was a news story that said the Alpha V Black Hat Ransomware Group, some of their infrastructure had gone dark. And there were speculation that law enforcement had seized it or done something like that. I think even said at the time, this bears watching to see exactly what happened. It could have just been a server was offline. So let's figure out what this, let's see what this is. So from, this is from Cyber News and Stephanie Shepard is reporting. The notorious threat group Alpha V Black Hat claims they unseized their own dark website only hours after the FBI boasted they had taken it down. So the ransomware world exploded with drama Tuesday as the cat and mouse game between the FBI and the Alpha V Black Hat ransomware group continues to unfold. After weeks of spec a week of speculation, the FBI announced Tuesday morning, on December 19th, it had seized the ransomware gang's dark web blog. But the, the group seems to have re resurrected. Now, let's be honest, before we even get any deeper into this, the group never went offline. It was their infrastructure was seized, at least one of their, one of their sites. The, the group, no one was arrested. So let's just keep that strictly in mind here. Anyway, so... Um, so, but the group seems to have resurrected and it was, if it was ever in danger of being taken down and announced that it had taken back control of its own web domain. And they posted a thing that said this website has been unseized. It posted on what appears to be a different onion address than the FBI. So there is some speculation here as to they just moved websites, but whatever. The group claims its fans, ladies and gentlemen, we've moved here along with yet another fresh onion address. To note, Cyber News was unable to connect to the Alpha V Black Hat servers at its new given address, but malware researchers at VX Underground, which is a good follow on Twitter, by the way, posted a screenshot of the group's claim on X. Um, what's more, as backlash for the FBI's actions, the group also announced that its rules of engagement had officially changed. And this is where the problem kind of gets into. Uh, it will now allow other hacker groups to use its ransomware variant to target U.S. critical infrastructure, which it forbade in the past. The Alf V Black Hat Onion site had mysteriously disappeared in early December, prompting speculation among the online community, both good and bad, that either law enforcement had caught up with the hacker group or the removal was part of a planned rebrand. Let's be honest here. They hadn't caught up with anything other than the infrastructure. No one, again, no one was arrested. So keep that in mind. Earlier Tuesday, the group reached out to VX Underground, who had been posting updates on the saga to dispel any rumors. Quote, Alfie Ransomware Group Administrative Group has contacted us to inform us they have moved their servers and blogs, VX Underground posted on X. The group, known for setting the record straight in its web posting, also wrote out a lengthy message to its followers explaining in detail their own version of what events took place leading up to their so-called reversal of fortune. Quote, and this is from Alf V, 
As you all know, the FBI received the keys to our blog. Now we will tell you how it all happened. The group claims the FBI gained access to one of their multiple domain controllers, possibly by hacking or working with the DC host. The gang said the FBI was able to get its hands on the decryption key for about 400 companies, leaving another 3,000 companies in the lurch. On the new set of rules, the group explained, you can now block, you can now rent, you can now attack hospitals, nuclear power plants, anything, anywhere. One exception, exception was given. You cannot touch the CIS, it said, referring to the Center of Internet Security's official set of 18 security controls. Um, advertisers who are hackers who use the gang's ransomware tools as a service will now get up to 90% of a paid ransom demand with VIPs getting their own designated domain controller. Quote, thank you for your experience. We will take into account our mistakes and work even harder. We are waiting for your whining in chats and requests for discounts that no longer exist, the group concluded in a message. In the meantime, Tuesday's advisory from the FBI and the U.S. Cybersecurity Infrastructure and Security Agency, or CISA, claimed to have hacked the hackers, spoke about gangs, many affiliates, and their exclusive networks experience in data extortion operations. So, this bears watching simply because this is not the end of the story. Now, are there going to be people arrested? The Alpha V Black Hat is a Russian hacking group or Russian ransomware group. And they actually honestly don't do really the, the actual ransomware. They create the tools and then they sell the tools or rent the tools to others who then conduct the attacks. Although they had, I think they had rules beforehand. Now they claim they don't. Will this result in an uptick in ransomware? Unlikely. I doubt it. It's not like, the these ad, the folks using the, their service were going to kind of stay away from some of these places already because hospitals were already getting hit. Maybe just not by Alpha V advertisers. It's just going to mean that they're going to get hit quicker because their tools are better. Hard to say. What does the FBI do in this particular instance? Well, obviously they'll claim a victory that they disabled the infrastructure, but as whack-a-mole is what this kind of is because the group has already moved to other infrastructure. It's not hard to find. Um, sites and locations to to rent space to to host your website there are plenty of hosting companies that live in the dark web space and don't care about law enforcement and will sell their services to anybody um the fact that the fbi got into one of them good good on them they they figured out where it was they located it um, and they were able to access it. And, and this was, I believe the, the Miami field office was kind of the one that did this. And there was a lot of, if you follow any of this on Twitter, there was a lot of back and forth as to different things and how they'd reclaim their website when all they really did was move it to a different location. So it's not exactly they re-seize their domain, they re-seize their domain name. Uh, and actually they changed the name slightly with a different address. So it's really, they just re, they purchased a different domain, not a big deal. Um, it's, now, there's so 400 companies, if they're still locked up with ransomware, will able, be able to decrypt their information because they have the decryption keys for 400, but there's 3,000 whose decryption keys they don't have. According to Black Hat, um, the FBI got access to keys they had created within the last month or so. So previous keys um, were not identified. So certainly there's going to be victims that this is not going to help, but it will help some, which is good. But hey, it's a, you know, it's a thumbs up. The, the bad guys got to win there real quick. So, you know, take it for what it is. Again, no one was arrested. No one's going to jail. Nobody's money's coming back. Any of that. So um, this will be a couple days of touting a success by the Bureau and the, and the Department of Homeland Security. But in reality, not much will have changed other than the news cycle. All right. So that's kind of that one was interesting today. The other one 
maybe is more interesting to me. It happened later in the day on Tuesday, but it's something worth looking at because um, Xfinity Comcast discloses a data breach affecting over 35 million people. Comcast Cable Communications, doing business as Xfinity, disclosed on Monday um, that attackers who breached one of its Citrix servers in October also stole customer-sensitive information from its systems. On October 25th, roughly two weeks before Citrix released security updates to address a critical vulnerability, now known as Citrix Bleed and tracked as CV 2023-4966, the telecommunications company found evidence of malicious activity on its network between October 16th and October 19th. Cybersecurity company Mandiant says the Citrix flaw had been actively exploited as a zero day since at least late August 2023. What that means there is that until the 20, until uh, like November, um, Citrix, I'm sorry, Citrix released their, their patch on, uh, looks like the 11th of October. So on the 11th of October, they released a patch for the Citrix issue, right? So Xfinity was using Citrix hardware. This software was was, um, on the hardware and it had a flaw. Um, now the problem here is the activity occurred the 16th and 19th, the patch came out on the 11th. So they hadn't patched the system, which is shocking to me in this respect. And And more of this will be shocking to me, but Xfinity makes like $66 billion. Someone posted to me on my LinkedIn that this company makes $66 billion a year. That's their profit. They can't afford a cybersecurity group that can simply update security patches when they come out on the day they come out. This is unbelievable to me that this intru- this particular exploit, this intrusion occurred. This, but it, what it goes to show, honestly, is that Anybody can be a target. And if you are a small company, you really need to find some help from someone because they're going to come, they're coming to you. They're going to find you. They're going to get you. But that's more from this article, needless to say. Um, Following an investigation into the impact of the incident, Xfinity discovered on November 16th that the attackers also exfiltrated data from its systems with the data breach affecting 35,879,455 people. That's very, very um, precise, I must say. Uh, Quote, After additional review of the effect systems and data, Xfinity concluded on December 6th that the customer information and scope included usernames and hashed passwords. For some customers, other information may have also been included, such as names, contact information, last four digits of social security numbers, dates of birth, secret questions, and answers. That's probably the biggest problem, the secret questions and answers, because people use the same questions and answers on different sites along with the same password. That's not good. So while Xfinity says it has asked users to reset their passwords to protect affected accounts, customers report they've been getting password reset requests last week without any indication as to why that was happening. And again, this occurred, they, they know this happened in late October and in November at least, and didn't tell anybody until a month later. That's, that's not, not at all good, not at all good. Now, um, fortunately for them, this fell outside the SEC window, so they weren't required to report it, but they could still get in trouble for that. Anyway, so, you know, this is, again, I, I, I point out this one and, and, and wanted to deep dive into it simply because of the size of the company, the amount of records compromised, and just goes to highlight the fact that we suck at cybersecurity. Everybody sucks at cybersecurity. Well, so find people that don't suck as bad and have them help you, honestly, if you can. So those are the two articles I wanted to touch on. There were probably more articles. Um, I had a friend of mine tell me today that there was an accounting firm, I believe, so he's mentioned, was like the first the first uh, group that had to report under the new SEC rules. So I don't know who that was. I'll, I'll look for that for tomorrow's show. Um, but thumbs up to them. Someone had to be first. So, so well done. Well done guys. With that, know that knowledge is protection. If you understand the threat targeting, assess your risk, proceed wisely, blah, blah, blah. 
Although it looks like no one's really understanding the threats or assessing their risk based on all of these news stories. This has been a crazy week from Mr. Cooper and 14.7 million and Xfinity 36 million. Nuts. Just nuts, I say. All right. If you have thoughts, comments, or questions on the podcast, feel free to email me, Darren at thecyberguy.com. Find me on any of my social media. I just released a Substack article today, which will be the Friday op-ed. Um, has to do with all the tech you're getting for Christmas. Um, it's got a bunch of different tips on there. And a friend of mine recommended that I kind of parse those out in some different posts. So if you follow me on LinkedIn, look for some of those coming up in the week. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Try to stay cyber safe out there because if you can get a little cyber smarter, you can be a whole lot cyber safer. We will talk again tomorrow. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.